What's up, everybody? This is Tanner from TamandBaseballFan.com. Happy Sunday afternoon. I hope your weekend is going well. Um, I've been really busy the last couple weeks. And so uh, the first thing is mainly for work. It's just really been kicking my butt. But on top of that, as far as uh, the hobby goes, it's always a fun escape, guys. Like <laughs> That's kind of my way to, to kind of get away from um, the monotony of work because I just kind of lose myself in a in a 5,000 count box of cards or something. I you know, just looking through some of them and uh, enjoying, which uh, I don't know. I, you can't really do that too well if your cards are organized. Like my collection is not organized right now. And I'm actually kind of liking it because whenever you pull up a, a pile of cards, you don't know what you have. And so what that's done is it's kind of encouraged me to look into them more because I just never know what I'm picking up and, and looking at. And so I always get like a different feel for the cards depending on, uh, you know, when I'm actually looking at them, how the light hits them, so on and so forth. And sometimes I also have like a different um, uh, perspectives, I guess, of the cards. Like there are things that don't hit me until maybe, you know, card A and card F are together. Um, and where they haven't been before. I'm like, huh, I need to take a picture of these two together because it just makes sense. And so it's been fun. It's been a fun escape. And another thing that's been fun is just like the trades I've been uh, working at. So I've done a handful of trades this year, um, more so in the last few months than ever, I guess, but uh, really ever in my entire adult collecting life. And it's been really, really fun. And the thing is, is uh, some of them, work out. Some of them don't. And still others will take me, you know, time after time going back to the drawing board over and over again uh, before something can happen. But uh, it's been a blast because what I've noticed is for when it comes to this hobby, the thing I like the most, the absolute most is anticipation, the hunt. You know, I, I, I enjoy, uh, looking for things and actually finding them or trying to do something neat with a run of cards or something and getting the pieces together and all that is fun for me like so as an example i'll tell you this one trade that i've been trying to work on with a with a buddy of mine uh, that's got a card that i really like um i offered him a boatload of things and it didn't work out which is unfortunate so to me i'm not done with that but i am Gonna have to definitely go back to the drawing board and see what I can do. Um, and so the funny thing is, uh, is as I'm waiting on him, he goes, "Okay, let me think about it." The days that go by, whenever I think about the trade, it's like just fun anticipation. <laughs> I don't know if I could really describe it any other way. It's uh, it's fun to think about and uh, dream about, like what can happen possibly, like if he says yes, like how it's gonna fit in perfectly to my collection and and so on and so forth so like i said unfortunately it didn't work out and that's kind of how it goes with a lot of these trade offers like uh you just gotta keep trying over and over again if they're willing to you know i don't want to ever bother people uh with trade requests but uh you know my hope is that if i'm offering something that they'll like the cards uh plain and simple that i'm offering them more than the cards that they're willing to uh or that i'm wanting from them in hopes that they give it up. So um, it's been fun. It's been really enjoyable. And there have been a couple that have hit uh, recently. I know there's one, uh, and I've used 
some cards from uh, the last two or the two uh, super collections I picked up uh, back in August, I think it was. And so the latest trade that I actually completed was really neat. It was a uh, 2003 uh, Topps Retired Refractor Canseco F25 and a 2005 Topps Retired Re Topps Retired Refractor F25. Um, they're both autographs and I've never seen them before <laughs> for sale ever anywhere. So it was fun to see these in a buddy's collection and to uh, try to do a trade for them. And so I was able to, thankfully, and they matched up my 2004 retired refractor uh, perfectly. And, you know, guys like that run, that trifecta there was just like phenomenal. It's beautiful. Now, like from a monetary perspective of what cards I gave up, it didn't really make a whole lot of sense. Um, but from a collector's perspective, it certainly does. And it was necessary in order to get the deal, uh, to get the deal done. So it's a, uh, Man, it's been a blast. I've just really, really enjoyed this. And it also adds to the story of the cards. And, uh, you know, it's not just a, you know, plain Jane ho-hum uh, story of, well, it popped up on eBay and I was the highest bidder. Yeah. <laughs> There's not really a whole lot of joy out of that, really, aside from the card itself, which, you know, to be honest, is, is more than enough. But another card that I got um, in the same trade was a 2000 Stadium Club uh, Chrome First State Refractor number uh, 25. So I had a little bit of personal history with this card before. So what happened was five years ago was the first and only time I had ever seen it for sale. And so uh, I was actually on the road on the way to Jose Canseco's house with my family. And so I looked, uh, I saw it at eBay. I think we were stopping off for lunch or something like that. And so as I was in line, um, it's like, okay, I'm going to check eBay. And I saw it there. I go, oh my gosh, that's great. And so I don't remember exactly what happened. I think I wrote the guy asking about it or something. Um, or maybe I was about to bid because I had to order. I don't remember exactly. But I checked and the next second it was gone. <laughs> and I go, no, that's a terrible feeling. You know, you, you have one in your sights and you... You lunge to get it, and it's just not there anymore. And so that's happened more my uh, more than my fair share of times, also. <laughs> and so uh, I was bummed about it. And so turns out it was uh, a buddy of mine that got it. He just uh, he just acted quicker than I did. And uh, you know that's that's how it goes. So a year or two later, um, the proof version, one without a serial number, popped up, and I happily took that. And so. I was really excited because first of all, it's the exact same card. The only thing different is it's missing the serial number. Um, but the one missing the serial number is likely more scarce than the ones with the serial numbers because probably what happened is one of two things. Number one, either it's a prototype that was printed out for uh, proofing purposes. Um, so I guess you call it a proof. Uh, or number two, it was just an extra sheet or two that were used as replacements um, where they cut them up and, you know, in case somebody sends one in this damage, they, you know, swap it out. So 25 of the first day refractors were, were, uh, were created in serial stamped, uh, serial number stamped, and maybe one, two, three of the ones without serial numbers exist. So I was happy with that. 
was very happy with it. Um, now the problem is, is I still really want the serial number version, even though this is the same card. I don't know why, um, because generally speaking, you know, I like the, I like the cards that, um, don't have serial numbers a lot of times that are supposed to because they're not meant for public consumption. I actually wrote an article on that uh, for Beckett uh, several months back. And so I like the story behind them, the mystery and everything. But I thought, how cool would it be to get a number uh, 25 version as well? And so uh, interestingly enough, my buddy, he has it in his collection. And so I did the deal for those other retired refractor autos and I got that as well. So now I have both of them. So it's been a very fruitful and fun uh, trade session over the past few months. And it makes all the difference in the world when number one, you don't go after everything um, in your sites as far as uh, you know, a certain player goes. And number two, when you have a, a lot of cards, because you don't want to keep everything, uh, you know, from purchasing a couple of super uh, collections uh, that you can trade. So you have a lot of a lot of trade power. So that's been very helpful, and it's made me really want to look more closely into cards I have. Um, saying, you know, hey, do I really like this card? Do I really want to keep this one, or do I have it just because it's neat to have, so to speak? I've got some of those as well. Um, so I've really tried to take a, a very hard look at what I really want to allow my collection to keep and you know what I want to why I'd be happy with uh, giving up or maybe not even happy but okay with and the last time the last thing I want to do and I'm sure the last thing you want to do is give up something in trade that you're not sure about completely that you want to do and so uh, that's kind of what I've been having to go through and I'm sorry guys like I noticed that was a uh, Notification. I'm gonna I'm gonna shut that off now. <laughs> I, I'm out of practice uh, <laughs> for this for this. You guys, I'm sorry about that. Notification is probably super loud. Um, but uh, anyway, so uh, so yeah, it's it's fun to be able to trade. It's fun to be able to um, anticipate certain things. And, and the thing that I've been uh, mired in recently is uh, what I want to do with my collection. And so there are a couple couple ways I can go and a couple things I'm trying to do. Now, the thing is, is the, the things I'm trying to do, I have like various scenarios. Um, if I want to complete a certain rainbow or uh, run, rather, I guess you could say, or if I want to have a, a standalone uh, type card that's just wows people. Uh, and it's you know obviously not for other people to, to just be wowed for, it's, it's mainly for my enjoyment. But um, either way, the thing is, is that there's, a handful of things I'm looking at and in order to achieve what I'm trying to do, it's going to require uh, trades with three different people. <laughs> and so it's uh, it's going to be very difficult to pull off. And the funny thing is, is if, I, if it has to do with one person and they don't want to do it, then it kind of all falls apart. <laughs> and so we'll, we'll see what happens, but it's, uh, it's fun to be able to put this together. It can get really complicated, but I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying, uh, the actual, uh, wheeling and dealing. And, uh, it's just, it's a blast. We've come a long way from, uh, meeting with our neighborhood friends, uh, with their pile of 88 tops and your pile of 89 Donruss and, you know, trying to do some trades that way. It's, uh, 
wildly different, but you know, it's, uh, the, uh, the principle is the same now, you know, and it's, it's fun. It's, it's just fun to be able to do this. And I remember how excited I'd be, um, trading cards with, uh, with people, um, with friends in the neighborhood when I was, when I was growing up and, uh, you know, gosh, this last year or so I've done more trading than I have ever except for being a child, you know? And so it's, it's been fun because I've been, I've gone for years and years and years doing nothing but buying and selling. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's been fantastic. It just really has. And so, um, you know, something else is pretty interesting is like speaking of how I told you that I wanted to complete a run of cards. I've been kind of preaching, uh, over the past few years, um, about, not going after unnecessary cards for your collection. Uh, if it's just to complete a rainbow or something like, you know, maybe to complete your own rainbow. Uh, and maybe that means not picking up a few of the colors that you don't like or they're unobtainable. And, uh, you know, so here I am kind of, I guess, perjuring myself. I'm uh, being a hypocrite because I'm trying to put together run myself and I'm not really sure if I'm going to keep it or not. It might actually be a means to an end when all is said and done. I'm not sure just yet. Um, however, uh, it's, it's been fun. And the one thing I noticed, um, with rainbows, let me, let me tell you a story. Like, so my collection was featured, um, on the tops website, uh, several years ago, like maybe 2017 or something. And I remember being excited because I just love taking pictures of baseball cards. I just enjoy it. So I had my collection downstairs and I was like putting the rainbows together and fanning them out on the kitchen table and taking pictures and, oh yeah, tribute and five star and strata and all these others. And I remember looking, I'm going, you know, two things. Number one saying like, man, I don't really feel like these are all that special. Um, and number two it's so hard to have some that uh, are standouts when they're part of a rainbow. You know what I'm saying? Like if you have a, you know, 2000, I don't know, <laughs> 2014 tier one, for instance, uh, set uh, in that set, they had um, two versions of Conseco cards. And so they ran the autographs were there are two of them that were out of 299 Two of them that were out of 25, two of them that were out of 10, two of them that were out of five, which were red ink, red ink and they're Asia exclusives, and then two one of ones. Um, you know, obviously everybody would love the one of ones, but the Asia, the red ink Asians, uh, really stand out. They're just really neat cards because of their story or whatever. But the thing is, though, is if they're part of a uh, uh, rainbow, they kind of get lost, you know, because they're a part of something quote unquote bigger. Unfortunately, the thing that they're part of that's bigger is just a lot of ho-hum, no big deal type of cards. Um, and so I was going through this a little more earlier today because uh, I was thinking, you know, I need to really start featuring on social media more uh, non-Conseco cards that are like pre-war baseball heroes. And so... I looked at um, some of the standouts I have, and then I looked at a few sets I had. And so I said, hmm, let me take a look at this 1888 Goodwin set. And it features eight cards in the baseball series. And so I have those eight. Uh, 
But the thing is, is they've got some fantastic players in there. They've got Cap Anson, they've got King Kelly, um, they've got uh, Jack Glasscock, they've got uh, Dan Bruthers, and they've got Tim Keith. Uh, Tim Keith. And so I was thinking, I was thinking, well, the Anson and the Kelly get regular playtime with me uh, whenever I post cards, you know, online all the time. I was thinking, what about, what if I spotlight Dan Bruthers? And so Dan Bruthers has got a fantastic story. He was baseball's first great slugger. Um, so I started reading about him. I was going to take a picture of that card by itself and feature it. And the funny thing is, is I don't really think about that too much because it's normally, oh, if I want to show my good ones, I'm going to show an entire set, you know, online, but not featuring the specialness of each and every card like the Dan Bruthers, for instance. And so I started uh, reading about him online again, just to kind of refresh my memory. And ultimately I ended up uh, ordering a book about his life. And uh, so I'm looking forward to reading that. And same thing with Tim Keefe that's in the set as well. And I'm thinking about uh, ordering that book and reading it too. And then featuring them as singles. And the funny thing is, is just thinking how both of those cards are like phenomenal. Like they're, they're awesome cards, but they get lost because they're part of a set, you know? And so I think we do that a lot with rainbows as well, where, you know, you think like, man, what a neat card, but the neat card loses it, its neatness, if that makes sense, um, whenever it's just part of this other big conglomerate of something. And that happens with rainbows and like, you know, for instance, the uh, 2019 Prism Albert Pujols rainbow that I'm working on, I've got one more card to go. And they're all neat cards, but like the one of one doesn't really stand out because it's just one of a, you know, huger run of cards. I think it's like a 27 card run. If I remember correctly, I think I did like 13 customs of it. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a pretty big deal. And so my challenge to you would be to uh, really look at kind of what you're doing as far as collecting goes. Number one, do you want to, complete a rainbow. If you do, that's fine. But, um, is that going to lose the specialness for you of the certain standout cards? Like, let's say if you have a strata or five star tier one or tribute run or flawless national treasures, any of these, if you have a run of these, um, do you really only truly love the green, red, and blue? Maybe you just love the gold or maybe just the black. Um, and you just don't care about the other colors then maybe that's something that you don't have to worry about getting the rainbow. Um, and certainly remember if you do, it might dilute your feelings a little bit towards the, uh, the cards that you really like. Um, for me, I think every now and then, um, uh, rainbows and runs are warranted. Uh, and for me personally, like <laughs> I can't speak for anybody else because you know, somebody might love rainbows. That might be their jam. They might be all about rainbows and they might love every single color just as much as the other. Um, but for me personally, I'm very selective. I do have a few rainbows, um, but I don't actively go after them. Um, if that makes sense, because there's just so many of them for one thing. I mean, they make cards like, <laughs> like crazy nowadays. So it's gotta be pretty special if I'm trying to go for a rainbow. But, um, but anyway, so that's kind of my challenge to you is, is to really kind of, um, so two things, I guess, number one, um, disorganize your, your collection. <laughs> mix them up and uh, enjoy the randomness of it all, you know, instead of having all of your rainbows together 
together and everything and really enjoy it. Number two, if you do that, uh, you might find that certain pieces of your rainbow might not mean anything if they're not together with the others. So anyways, just a few thoughts for your Sunday. Um, and uh, yeah, so thanks guys for listening. I just, uh, I've got a bunch of other thoughts, but I think I'll go ahead and end that there. We're running a little past 20 minutes here, so I think it's probably a good uh, <laughs> good way to, to wrap up here. But anyway, so thank you again for listening. I hope you all have a fantastic rest of your day.